Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. The objective of a coach is to win football games, yes. right? Top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Is Aaron Rodgers in that list? Yes, he's in that list. You're right. I didn't like that answer any better than I like the other 15 times used. Mitch Trubisky, Triscuits Nabisco. What are you doing, Milwaukee? If you're a Commodore running out of the tunnel, what song do you choose? Brick House? If you're going to a tailgate, don't you have to have Lee Bryce parking lot party? Or Machine Gun? So far, nobody's told us what they don't like. Cinco! I thought Julian Love played a magnificent game cornerback. I like that. I like where your head's at. Believe me, if I know one thing about the internet, people are not shy about expressing what they don't like. What did you think? I don't, in my heart, want to play for a tie. Oh, I wish you could have seen the look of just pure, sheer, I have no idea, come over Corey's face. Listen or download wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. My name is Jack, and thanks for tuning in and downloading the show today. We have Jake Wilburn. Jake. We are Jake Wilburn. We are Jake (laughs) Wilburn. And we also have producer Phil. Hello, I'm here. All right, and today we're going to be talking about Venom. Uh, As of the recording time, a very recent, uh, a very recent... Uh, a very recent movie, uh, but you know, if you listen to this in 2020, then you can probably get this uh, on Netflix at this point. So anyway, um, but <laughs> or, with that, yeah, this is. I mean, okay, it depends on if Disney buys Fox, but it could be on Disney's new streaming service that they're spinning up. Yeah, that's so, true. That in is 2020. True. That's, that is true. Um, so you might get to watch it then. With that said, before we get going on Venom talk, um, I have. Uh, I'm always in pursuit of song of the week people. Uh, and and you have to understand something, folks. When you do a kind of this independent podcast thing, uh, that's uh, independent from radio and royalties and blah blah blah, you have to get permission from people to really use their music. Does that make sense? I've had this long, uh, overarching conversation through Facebook with uh, the band Limbeck, L I M B E C K. One of, and I am not, I am not lying when I say this. One of my favorite bands. Um, I would. Call myself a huge fan, uh, and they're uh, they're still playing sporadically. But the mid two thousands was their sweet spot. Um, man, I love their music, uh, and I talked to them, uh, and I requested that we get to use this song as our song of the week. This is "Home Is Where the Van Is," uh, and they are allegedly telling me they're at least uh, going to come on the show and talk at some point. But if they don't, if awesome. nothing else, folks, I want to introduce you to Limbeck. Um, a band that I just love. I love their music, and we're going to listen to it. Here it is, Limbeck. Home is where the van is, uh, and they have uh, just awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. So here it is. So this is Limbeck. Uh, home, home is where the band is. This is off the Let Me Come Home album, which came out in 2005. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. The year. I like it. It's got a little bit of a folky kind of twangy. Yeah. 
That's Sounds why I good. like it. It would fit in in the mid to late nineties. Yes. 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 And I, I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the the nineties stuff. But it still has enough of like a. I'm gonna say this: a Tom Petty sound. Yes. Like, um, and I like Counting Crows, but some of their some of their upbeat stuff, like so, it fits into that. They toured with um, All American Rejects. They toured with oh, wow. uh, Motion City Soundtrack. Both those bands, two of my favorites. So, just saying, they do an awesome cover of Perfect Teeth uh, by Motion City Soundtrack. Huh. So good. It's more acoustic because Motion City's more upbeat than this, but. Um, or I say more, more, more electric, more, more. I don't want to say heavier, closer to pop punk, but not. I don't know. Anyway, there it is, folks. I dig it. Limbeck. That guitar is awesome. Oh, it's so good. It sounds good. Telecaster, bro. It's called Telecaster. Uh, okay, so today on the show we are in fact talking about the movie Venom. Uh, Jake and I had this conversation several weeks ago, thinking that Venom might not. Might have some good holes punched into it, uh, that are places we could punch some holes in it, and we are in fact going to talk about it as a horrible movie tonight. Not just, not just as a, you know, a review or a conversation about it. We're going to tell you about it. Now I know, that, so understand this may bring some spoiler alert yeah, for you. We will um, in sequential order as well, though. We're going to record this episode with Jake tonight. We're also then going to turn straight around and record and talk about Spider-Man 3, which also has Venom in it. Uh, so if you have wanted to see Venom and you're listening to this live right now uh, and you don't want to have some things spoiled, then I would hit pause on this and then come back to us uh, after you've after you've watched it and then you know tell us how you really feel about it. But with that said, again... We're going to turn around and record uh, Spider-Man 3, uh, and Jake's going to be on that episode as well. We're going to talk about Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> but before we get there, it's Venom. It's, uh, I almost said Matt Hardy. What's his name? Which Matt, Hardy? Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy. No, what's his name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. There we go. Tom Hardy. The I almost thir- said the Matt th- Hardy. The third Hardy Delete. boy. Delete. He's All the right. third one. So, um, what do we think about him? What do we think about Hardy? As an actor. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with Tom Hardy. I didn't like Bane, his take on Bane very much. Really? No, I didn't like it. I, I sort of liked it. But, I mean, he's he's a good actor. I haven't seen a ton of stuff that he's in, but in this movie, and uh, I thought he was probably the highlight. Like, his acting, you know, I, I have some problems with the script and some of the decisions that were made in the direction of this movie, but his acting is spot on. Like, what he made, without the quality of acting that he did in this movie, this movie would have really, really tanked hard. But his performance was probably the the best thing in it. And they are, um, there there are a lot of critical stuff. Rotten Tomatoes, not the highest rated movie ever, 30% is what I saw earlier. Yeah, critics were hard on it. Um, Critics have been really hard on it, but it's been making money. It's been making some money. Yeah. uh, what else? Let's see. The uh, Before I get into anything else, uh, it is time. Uh, time for some deets. The details of the movie. Venom. Venom. Starring Tom Hardy as Venom. Directed by Ruben Fleischer. Produced by Avi Arad. We have talked in length on this podcast about... The uh, hero, the Israeli hero that is Avi Arad. That's Avi no Arad, ju- that's no joke, by the way. We that's salute legit. you. Yeah. I uh, have so much respect for you, sir. Uh, you've come to this country and worked your rear end off and uh, are a great guy. Every, everything I read about Avi Arad says he is top-notch. So, Avi, nothing we say about this movie has anything to do with you, sir, other than the fact that it kind of does. But, but we really like you. <laughs> Matt Tolmich uh, and Amy Pascal produced it as well. Screenplay by Jeff Pinkner, uh, Scott Rosenberg, and Kelly Marcel. Story by Jeff Pinkner, Scott Rosenberg as well, uh, and Toby McGuire also wrote part of the script. I'm just joking. Yeah, um, that was false. a joke. Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, Scott Hayes, Purple Hayes, his friends call him, and Reed Scott. 
Uh, let's see. Distributed by Sony Pictures. We know all about that. We're looking at how, trying to figure out how Fox can or uh, Disney can also buy that. We were talking about that before we started recording. Release date in the U.S. October 5th of 2018. A budget of 100, we have 116 million dollars in current box office. That's low, by the way. For this yeah, that is. Movie. And uh, with all that CGI, and then a week in, we're looking at uh, 378 million dollars. So what do we know? You know what it's, do we know? It's on its way to a half a million. It's going to make a lot of money. People yeah. love a superhero movie. Or, uh, half, or half an million, anti-hero. Half, half billion. It'll make a half a billion dollars. He is the stone cold of, of heroes. Uh, right, of heroes. All right, so anyway, let's talk about this real quick. Before we get into the 30-second synopsis, um, I read an article in Esquire magazine. Okay, it, was a, it was online. I don't... Oh, read. you read Esquire. Yeah. So, and the title of the article was Venom proves that not every superhero needs their own movie. Yeah, I think I read that same And time. I was like, I don't know that I don't know that anything about Venom proves anything about anything. No. Look, not only that, it doesn't prove that you that superhero movies that not everyone needs a superhero movie. It's just the execution of it. Right. It would be like saying that that newest Fantastic 4 movie that came out that just proves that the Fantastic 4 can't make money in the theaters. It can't be any good in the theaters. Almost anything can be that done was well. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why? And this could have been done much better. And it, this yeah. one's making money. Sure. It just we'll get into. Yeah, but the, making money's not the. Yeah, not the point. But we'll get into well, the real. Them, but. Well, we'll get into the real critical part of it. But um, are you up, Jake, to do some thirty seconds synopsis here? Uh, yeah. Are you down with the yep. sickness? I'm gonna give it give it a try. Um, I I. I think Venom's character in general is pretty cool. Also, Venom, by the way, was invented by one of the people that invented was Todd McFarlane. Which, if you've watched Spawn or you watched any of those other things, makes sense. Uh, Venom, pretty cool character they created. Anyway, so here we go. Thirty second synopsis with our friend Jake Wilburn, and we're gonna do a thirty second synopsis on Venom. Venom, Jake Wilburn. 30-second synopsis, and go! Uh, corporate CEO of a company doing space exploration finds alien symbiotes, brings them to Earth, does human testing, uh, can't find a good host for any of them. Eddie Brock is a controversial reporter who is covering all of this. Uh, he ends up merging with one of the symbiotes, becomes Venom. Another symbiote merges with the evil CEO, and they have a big fight to save the world. Beautiful. And right in really early, 25 seconds. I was sweating. That like, was a great uh, my, job. My heart, my, I was looking at your clock, and my heart was racing. I didn't think I was going to make it. Pretty darn good. That was perfect. Uh, well, very good. Um, so stressful. No, no need to stress. <laughs> now, real stress would be if a uh, symbiote, symbiote, symbiote uh, entered your face. <laughs> are you guys, in my ear. Are you guys saying that over and over again because they, they pronounce it in different ways? In the movie? Yes, it is printed. It, and oh, okay. At least from what I symbiote. saw, is it symbiote? Symbi- I can't do symbiote. In the uh, one, one of the <laughs> like previews, they pronounce it. One of the previews I, before, before we go to break here, but one of the previews I saw the guy goes. Uh, they said the word symbiote. Yes, yeah, symbiote. Like, there you go. What? Anyway, when we come back, we're talking venom. <laughs> and that's the sound of a symbiote entering your face, friends, <laughs> um, or throwing you off a building. One of the two. All right. So today on the Horror Movie Podcast, we are talking. We are talking about Venom. Venom. Along with Jake Wilburn. Jake, welcome. Brought to you by the Life Foundation. And Monsanto. I'm just joking. Uh, Phil. Producer Phil. I've not seen this movie. Uh, but you know about Venom. Yeah. And from comic books. From reading comic books and from watching Spider-Man 3. which And from my... Which we'll talk about next and week. And for my Tobey Maguire collection. Um, I have all of his movies. Pleasantville and Spider-Man 1 through 3 and others. Anyway, what else is he in? I have no idea. Um, Can you spoil one thing for me real quick? I'm sure. On I, Venom? I, yeah, on the movie, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and I think I already know the answer to this, but does Spider-Man appear in any way in this no. movie? No. No, uh, the post-credit thing is the only thing that you have any reference to Spider-Man in. Okay. That yeah. I'm aware of. Which is a a longer preview clip 
It's a commercial for that yeah, movie. Yeah, for the for Into the Spider-Verse that's yeah. coming out. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, well, it's and it's good. good. I wow. mean, it's it's worth staying animated. for. Yeah, animated Into yeah. the Spider-Verse. But it's, it's good. not Okay, so it's not related to the No, this they're movie just like, way. "Hey, you stayed. Here's a thing." But, but it does wow. say it does say uh meanwhile in another, another universe. universe. Right. Another right. multiverse. Right. Wow. And there's something else. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's right. bizarre. So, yeah, it how, bizarre. Yeah. how bizarre. How bizarre. All right, OMC made made a reference to. Um okay. We are here on the horror, horror movie podcast, and we're talking about Venom today. Venom. Expe- what were your expectations, Jake, coming into this movie? Um, well, I saw the Rotten Tomato scores before I went to go see it, and some other reviews and stuff. Yeah, and so that's why I was like, "Oh, let's do it," because the, the critics are already, you know, kind of giving it a hard time. Um, so I was expecting it to be worse than it was. Okay. I, I kind of went in going okay the reason why i'm watching this is because it's probably not going to be great and and i'll say this too you can call this a sin if you want to not a huge fan of superhero movies i'm a i'm a fan of superheroes but superhero movies i've just been consistently disappointed even the marvel ones that everybody loves and uh i mean and i've fallen out of the marvel universe a long time ago so i haven't seen hardly anything in the Marvel Universe for years. What was the last one you saw? Mm, I saw Iron Man 3. I saw Thor 2. And then the first Avengers. That, Have you that seen time. Guardians? I saw the, I did see Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you think of it? I didn't really like it. Okay. And, and even that, and the reason why I saw Guardians is because I was like, okay, I'm so out of the universe. If I see this one, I, it, it it's not in the continuity enough to con- that's going to confuse me. That's why I didn't say it was like, Infinity War, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I have missed nah. too much to yeah. to go in. So, you know, I was back before all the Marvel Universe stuff. Like, I saw the original Daredevil. I've seen Green Lantern. I've seen... Maybe this is why I'm not a fan of superhero movies, because <laughs> like before they really got, you know, good. But um, so, going into this, normally, I wouldn't have gone to see Venom. Uh, but when they were like, hey, it's its own thing. It's not really connected to anything else in the Marvel Universe. I was like, okay, I can watch this in isolation and still enjoy it and not be like, oh, I haven't seen every other Marvel movie and there's going to be spoilers or things I missed or whatever. Yeah. So I was not expecting it to be gr- to be that good, but there were parts of it that did that were really good. Um, did you like the Venom character before this movie? Did you, did you have any real reference to him other than Spider-Man 3? Yeah, so not counting Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I always did. I I had a couple games that he was in. Okay. You know, there was a, a really good Super Nintendo game. It was like a beat-em-up with Spider-Man and Venom. Uh, and there had been other uh, comic books and just little things that I'd seen him. And he was always probably one of my top yes. uh, Marvel characters. Marvel versus Capcom. Yes. has Venom as a fighter in there. Yeah. And so he and he's always been one that's been underfeatured in like the big, you know, big time media where superheroes are featured, you don't really see Venom a lot. Which is kind of weird because he is a big deal in yeah. Spider-Man. And so. I always thought he was a super cool character. Yes. So, yeah, I I liked Venom. Um <clears throat> so, in this movie, we're going to spoil it, folks. Last chance. Last chance to hit pause on your episode and no, we're going to talk spoilers. Even though we already have spoiled it with 30 seconds synopsis. Okay, so here we go. The plot to this movie. Let's talk about this real quick. Um, Venom um, uh, is a symbiote that is being transported back from uh, space. Yeah, they... they, Do they say where in space? They very brief... I mean, it's like blink and you'll miss it. They mention that... So this... The Life Foundation, this Carlton Drake CEO guy, Mm -hmm. is sending missions into space to be like, you know, hey, that's the next frontier. They run into these symbiotes on a meteor... Like on their way back from their space mission. The Je- now the Japanese have landed some ro- some Land Rovers on some meteors. Well, maybe lately. they know something I'm a little we don't worried. know. Yeah, but they they mentioned it's like oh on the way back we found some life forms on this meteor, we snatched them up and brought them back down to Earth and now they're checking out what they've found. But unfortunately, the rocket ship crashes. It did. Yep. It crashed. Now on the in the cartoon uh, animated uh, the Span- Spider Man animated series. Uh, this is actually sort of how Venom comes to Earth in that one, because he cra- the uh, Eddie, not Eddie Brock, uh, Joe jo- jo- Jonah Jameson, J Jonah Jameson, Jonah. Yeah, yeah, his son is the uh, pilot or one of the astronauts on that space on that space flight, 
and the symbiote get lo- gets loose and attacks him, and it crashes, and then it ends up getting on Eddie Brock later on. But actually, mm-hmm. gets on Peter first, and then and then gets on Eddie Brock. Anyway, little tie in there. So they uh, their rocket crashes, right? Yeah. And it's actually a rocket that- owned by Carlton Drake. Right, and so I, so no, I mean, Spider Man is completely absent. So they kind of took that story, but they just completely yes. erased oh, Spider-Man the Spider Man. Yeah, piece, yeah. And I didn't want to say this. I, I was going to get into this first because I wanted people to listen. And be like, so Spider Man arrives when? Understand this, guys. On Venom's background, Venom is completely based around the the fact and the idea that Spider Man exists. At no point in this movie. Does Spider-Man appear? Reference nothing. He's not mentioned. There's nothing mentioned. As far there's, as we know, there's no like there's no other superheroes. If you just watch this movie and don't listen to anything else, no superheroes don't exist. Right. It's not a thing. Yeah. Um, now Eddie Brock, who is the main character, who's uh, Tom Hardy plays, is a character in the Spider-Man universe. Right. And there are some other people that are. Uh, filtered in there. Carlton Drake is someone who's filtered in another post-credit scene with actually, uh, spoiler here, Woody Harrelson uh, and Cletus Cassidy, who plays Carnage, is in the post-credit scene. Um, but other than that, I mean, there are, and there are other little there are name drops here and there. And Anne Wang is an attorney that's part of that uh, as well. She becomes later. There's a point in the comic book where she becomes. Uh, she gets the Venom symbiote. She's like she Venom or whatever. Oh yeah, you know, for yeah, a brief time. For a brief time. So, anyway, the Life Foundation uh, is ran by Carlton Drake. He's kind of a, let me, I mean, hear me out when I say this. He's like that cool, younger, maybe semi-hip, kind of, not, he's he like a Zuckerberg. Yeah, Silicon like Valley. A, like a Lex Luthor in the, uh, in the uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, he's part of that same culture, right? Um, and he is... He is has these space flights. He was a uh, his company Life Foundation has done a bunch of different stuff, but now it's really focused on getting into space. Yep. Uh, do they ever say why he really mm, wanted yeah, to get he, into space? He wants to, I don't know, like own Mars or like he, you know, he's like there's resources out there, and so they they don't focus on it too much. Which that's one of my criticisms of the movie was his villain was kind of lame. Then forgettable, but yeah, he mentions that basically they want to like mine up there and you know take it for we want space for profit. Life <laughs> Life Foundation goes to space, comes back, crash lands in Sarawak, which is Malaysia. Malaysia. Uh, the symbiote gets on one of them gets on. There's four sample, five samples. One of them gets on uh, a lady there, and she just wanders off into the yeah. Distance. One of the EMTs, and she kind of wanders off like a uh, zombie yeah. style from the. From the, because, uh, yeah, it's on one of the guys who ends up in an ambulance who then infects the ambulance driver. The ambulance crashes, and then she's there. You see her leg kind of heal for after the crash. Yeah. And then, yeah, she limps off, and then you don't see her for another like 20, 25 minutes. So then, um, then Drake sends his team in to get the, uh, to recover these symbiotes with GoPros in tow. They learn that the symbiotes cannot survive without oxygen, uh, without, without oxygen breathing hosts. Okay. So these hosts, they have to attach to a host, and even some of the hosts, they um, do not take to as well. Yeah, most of them that they try don't, they don't take. They have to find like a good, like a good fit and a good host. And a big chunk of the movie is him doing experiments on people to try to find that right host. But coincidentally, Eddie Brock happens to be a great host. <laughs> Eddie Brock. Uh, in this movie, is a TMZ type reporter. They try right. to spin him off, or like Vice, like he's doing, like you know, he's doing the you know yeoman work here. Like he is just really, oh, he's a hard hitting journalist. <laughs> he's real whiny, and he's really, he's really a tacky for attack's sake. And like his boss at one point, his his career kind of hits the skids here because he's he has his own show the eddie brock show which is or the, really, yeah the brock report or something right yeah, yeah. Uh, brock report um so he he has this show and he gets this big interview with drake with carlton drake uh, and his boss says look you just go in and you just ask him just some vanilla questions about the rocket about his trip that's all you're gonna ask him about don't ask him about his evil uh cd back background that, that it's rumored don't ask him about um 
the evil things he's done to people. You just focus on these rockets and how oh, it's a it's this is a puff piece basically, right? Because and he's like, hey, this guy has enough money to buy our building and evict us, so don't don't take him off. But th- this was one of my first things in the movie where I was his Boston's was like, you are our most hard hitting, controversial, provocative reporter. So we're going to send you to talk to this guy that we want a puff piece on. Yeah, we don't want. Like we're not going to send. We're not going to send the yeah. the blonde intern who yeah. you know does the fun like weather stories. Yeah, male the, or female, right, or whatever. Like we're yeah, sorry. <laughs> and uh, like we're not going to we're not going to send any of the fluff people. We're going to send our like and and he's like no don't 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 do what you do like do, and it's like come on. I'm going to go in and ask a lot of hard hitting questions. Sure, so he can't. Yeah, right. He, uh, I'm going to hold off. He can't help himself, and once he gets him behind the camera, he, he starts oh, pushing, yeah. Here we pushing go. his buttons. What did you? What did you do about the thing? Remember that that you did. Remember, you remember what ha- what was that all about? And then Carlton Drake's like, uh, I just uh, really these rockets here. We're just gonna focus on the rockets. But what about <laughs> when the thing happened, huh? And what about when you and you were there? And then what happened? I think you need to leave, sir. What? You don't want to answer my questions? <laughs> no? You're out of here. Man, your Tom Hardy impression is spot on. <laughs> what are you going to do about what, what Me? What, you, me, me and you? What? <laughs> so anyway, back to his boss. His boss goes, well, now, and, you, you go ahead. So you, you missed the uh, part of how he... I missed... Oh, did I miss it? Did I miss it? I thought it was a pretty good impression. No, 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 no. Not, not miss the impression. Part of how he found people, out. People listening thought we took an excerpt from the movie. I actually just got a call from Sony that said, you stop now. Okay. Go ahead. Part of how he found out that he was doing all this uh, shady stuff, his girlfriend is an attorney yes. that represents... The Life Foundation. The Life Foundation. And he, she leaves her email open, and he goes in and views oh her my files gosh. about some of the stuff that you know the lawyers are doing to like protect him, and he reads it. And so now that he's got this info that he his girlfriend doesn't know that he has, yeah. he he confronts him oh, about man. it on camera. So now he's in hot water with his employee and with his girlfriend. Yeah, and she is Michelle Williams, her employer. She has dated. Uh, she is, but she was married to Heath Ledger. Right? Were they married? I don't know. Michelle Williams? Yeah, and Heath Ledger, they were together. Look it up. It's worth a Google. Um, And so she, she has a lot of background with people from the Dark Knight universe. I mean, she was, you know, she's dating the guy that played Bane here in this movie. And she dated the Joker, essentially. There's no real tie into this, what I'm talking about, but you could imagine if there were. So she is used to being... I feel like I'm being, on TMZ right now. She is around uh, superheroes all the time. Um, so with that said, she's like, look, you looked at my email and guess what? Guess what? We're done. I got fired because of what you did to me, Eddie Brock. And we're done though. You understand me? And he goes, well, I'm, we're, we're done. Okay, fine. And again, Sony, that was not directly ripped off from your movie. That was not a direct rip off from your movie. I know it sounds exactly like that. So she, um, Breaks up with him. His boss calls him in. You're a loose cannon. You're fired. Turn in your gun. You're off the force. Yeah. (laughs) Another wrong movie. Right. So he's off the force. Same same principle. He's fired. Have a good, have a nice life. That's what he says. Yeah. Have a nice life. And that comes back to haunt you later on. no, No job. No girlfriend. No prospects either. He couldn't even figure out how to work a computer to make a blog. Or some sort of news thing just to get a GoPro or some camera to seven, <laughs> to do what he was already doing, yeah. with using his own name and right. shove it in their face. He does nothing for he six months. He can't figure out how to make a podcast. He does nothing. And he's like looking for like menial jobs. Anything. Anything. We're looking for anything. Yep. Anything. He'll do anything. Also, I'll say that uh, at this point in the movie, we're like 30 minutes in to the movie. I looked at the clock and I was like, dude, I am so bored. There's so much exposition. Yes. There's so much yes. just like Ugh, his job and his girlfriend. And like, like we're explaining it very quickly, but this is a solid like 35 minutes of this. <laughs> Except when Jack goes to uh, uh, Little Theater and starts doing his, doing his, never mind. It, it was, I was so bored. So, I mean, you see Venom just a little bit with the whole like, um, you know, five, five of them going out and. Uh, what it crashes or something? Yeah, it crash landed. One, there was one. They find there's four symbiotes total off okay. the meteorite. They find three of them. One is missing. 
the one that's missing shows up later. That's the one that infected the EMT, and you see it basically transfer from person to person to person to person until uh, it infects a little girl who's like, I'm going to get on an airplane and fly from Malaysia to America for some uh, reason. So, but I Pretty mean, af- after that scene for like a solid half hour, we haven't even seen the symbiote, right? Not, re- no, not, we've, I mean, we've not seen really. it in a test thing in the one that they were to, were able to get. Well, they're like testing it on rabbits and, and that was venom, oh, gotcha. right? Venom infects into a rabbit. Well, I don't know if it specifies cause they, they do, they do testing with the other two symbiotes. The other two symbiotes end up dying cause they can't find a suitable host. Okay. So there's this, there's a series of scenes where they're doing including the like the first one of the first human tests they do where this is this guy named Isaac and okay, do, so, yeah yeah so uh, I'll let you take Carlton that one Carlton is evil Carlton Drake is evil here's how he's evil his monologues will kill you uh, if he so if he bad. walks up to you on the street if Carlton Drake walks up to you on the street and starts to say hey hey what's your name Isaac oh okay you know Isaac's in the bible did you know that and you know his dad his dad Abraham tried to sacrifice him because God told him to. Well, guess what? I'm not sure what kind of God would make you sacrifice your own son, Isaac, but guess what? We're going to test the symbiote on you right now. He goes on, yeah. We're going to test the symbiote on you right and, now. And this is some, what like, I just said has nothing to do other than your name is right. a person in the Bible. Yes. And the random homeless guy, the random because that's what he's doing. He's taking homeless people to do these human tests. Oh, yeah. And this random homeless guy is like looking through him in the glass and is like, nope, still scared. Yeah, <laughs> and then, then something the symbiote attacks him and just kills him because yep. he's a bad host. Uh, and so he's dead. Yep, bye, they, Isaac. And then they, they he basically, like, we need another. And then Carlton goes, we need another human subject because he wants to test it on these humans, right? He also talks about the perfection of the symbiotes. This is the high. These are the higher life forms. Ugh. He's, and he's watching one of them just destroy this the internal organs of a, a human. Ugh. What an inferior design these humans are. Carlton Drake, you are a human, <laughs> and you sound really stupid. Like, and, right. and there's a tech there, or like another time, just goes, looks at him and goes, what? Oh, no, no nothing. <laughs> uh, just, uh, I'm Carlton Drake. It's fine. Just mumbling under my breath. Uh, hey, no big deal. Don't mind me. And so then... Uh, Anyway, so Venom ends up... How does he get on Eddie Brock? Okay, so you have that... There's that scientist lady... About 15 seconds. Okay. she she. There's a scientist that has a big problem with the human testing. She finds Eddie Brock's like, Hey, you used to be a reporter. I remember when you asked the hard questions to this guy. Come into the lab and let me show you what's going on so That's you can expose this. Yes. When we come back... Venom. And we're back. Uh, welcome. Uh, it's the Horrible Movie Podcast. My name is Jack, and today we have uh, Jake Wilburn on. Jake. Thank you. Um, and we have producer Phil. You're listening to Jack AM Radio. And in the studio we have uh, a friend of ours. His name's Venom. Venom. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> down, down, Venom. Down. Don't stop, Venom. <laughs> Heal. Anyway, so Venom's here with us. Uh, he's just doing his tour. He's doing the tour around the country, uh, doing the promo for his big movie. He's so gooey. <laughs> he's so gooey. Touch him. Touch him. No, he's I don't so, want to touch so him. Gooey. He's gross. Um, can you're we, not a, can you're we not... get a towel over here? I got a little better on my arm. Gross. So Venom is uh, Venom the movie is what we're talking about. We have um, already got to the point where now Venom is in the... Uh, uh, they have tricked... Not tricked. Um... To the point where I'm asleep John in the movie Raffio, John Raffio, Monica, uh, Mona Lisa Raffio, is that right? From um, Parks and Rec is this female scientist person who finds Eddie Brock and goes, you've got to come and you, I've heard you're a reporter, right? You're a great reporter. You're the best. Uh, you're the best that TMZ has to offer. You um, need to come to the lab and you need to see what they've got going on. He gets to the lab. He actually sees a homeless lady that he knows from his hood, from his neighborhood. And she's like, help me. Eddie, you got to help me. I'm trapped. I'm trapped in here. I'm, you got to help me. He takes a fire extinguisher and breaks this somehow breakable glass that you figure right. would be bulletproof. Right. Which, which Unbreakable. So, by the way, this is a big facility. There are armed guards all over the place, which end up chasing him in the in this scene once before it's over. Yes. There's armed guards everywhere. This guy's got drones with GoPros, like hundreds of GoPro exploding drones that are used in this movie. Eddie Brock, he hides in the trunk to, to get in with the other scientist lady. Once he's in there, he's like, all right, I'm just going to walk around, take a stroll. What's behind this door? Exactly. What's over here? The protection. <laughs> like, and, nobody and, notices him and, and walking later, around in the later open. On, later on, the nine-year-old uh, Malaysian girl just walks right yes. in. Yes. 
The one that's infected. At yes, night, like this little girl just at walks nighttime in. walks right into the. Does she look like Venom? No, no. she just looks like a a little like, girl. Yeah, she's like uh. she's kind of pale looking, but nothing. I mean, it's just at what, it, at it's what just point some weird they, stuff. At what, at what point did they call this? You know, double person Venom. Okay, get ready. Here we go. Okay, gotcha. So Eddie Brock uh, goes and frees his homeless friend uh, lady out of this holding cell. Uh, as soon as the glass breaks, the homeless lady person that's been infected by the symbiote. Uh, jumps on him, and Venom crawls into his face. And so then he leaves, and he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. Oh, he gets home. He eats a whole bag of... After after a big chase scene. After a big chase this scene. Is Eddie? After a huge well, chase scene that is hilariously stupid. It is so... Yeah, because you have all these guards that are... He's running away. They're shooting at him. He he all discovers through this chase scene that he can just all of a sudden, like, rip up this big tree. He's, always, he's got, like, yeah. you know, his strength. And he's like, whoa, it's like something is different. Something's happening to me. Yeah. And then he goes home and eats, a like, a trash can full of garbage. <laughs> and then he vomits it up. And then... Um, cold tater tots. Yeah, cold tater tots. And then um, he calls the scientist lady and goes, look, I went there. It's crazy. Uh, something's happening. I'm not feeling good. He shows up. And his former girlfriend, Michelle Williams, is uh, on a date. She's on a date with this new guy. Yeah. After, I think, he was creeping on her house first, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, meet my new friend who happens to be a doctor who knows about stuff that is going to drive a, the plot forward. He is a... Now, her new, her new boyfriend is a veterinarian. He goes to his veterinarian clinic, and they do a, a CAT scan, a literal CAT scan, get it, uh, on him. It's an at, MRI, at isn't the it? Well, I said it because it was a... Okay. A veterinarian. Oh, okay. That, that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, the reason why I try is because this is like the third movie in a, in a row we've done where it's like, this is not how an MRI works. I know. Stop. <laughs> That's true. So he, um, so they, um, I feel like Adam, Adam, Adam ruins everything. You could probably do a whole thing on, on MRIs. On this, on MRIs. Um, and so they go there and then the symbiote is really messed up by the uh, imaging stuff because it, it's that, that's what kind of separates them a little bit. A la... The vibration stuff from Spider-Man Three, but we'll get back to that eventually. Well, like, okay, so in comics and in Spider-Man Three, I think two his two weaknesses are sound, like sonic yes. waves, and fire. That's so, that's hold true. That's hold true for this okay, movie too. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so they are trying to figure out what's wrong with him. He's not feeling good. Uh, he starts referring to himself as we. Um, every once in a while, Venom will say something to him, and he's like, who said that? Who Certain said voices that? in his head. And so eventually, Venom starts talking to him full bore. In this voice, I'm Venom. Which is actually pl- Tom Hardy doing yep. the voice. I thought it was Ving Rhames when I heard it. You guys knew who that is? Who? The, um, we had the meats guy from Arby's. <laughs> we Arby's. We have the meats. <laughs> I thought it was him. It was not. He's also in Mission Impossible, all the Mission Impossible movies. Whatever. Get a clue, guys. Dip into the clue bag. Oh, that was kind of insulting. I didn't mean that. I love you guys. We love you guys. <laughs> I'm Venom. <laughs> uh, okay, so Venom is uh, bonded, and they're having a great time. They're fighting people now. Uh, the bad guys are coming to get him. Drake's minions are coming to get him, uh, and they can't stop him. They shoot him. doesn't matter. Uh, and then they, um, that's the scene you see in the, have you seen the trailer, Phil? Uh, yeah, part of it. There's yeah. a, there's a part where he's like in his apartment essentially. And he's like, why would we do that? And all this stuff, like there's a big fight scene in the, in his apartment. And that's when his, and there's like a head, head of security guy yeah, that keeps, he's a bald guy. A bald guy that looks like, yeah, keeps trying to hunt him down. He could play like a uh, bullseye in like a daredevil movie. He look, has that kind of look. Yeah. Um, so eventually uh, the bad guys, the mercenaries, attack him. He seeks refuge outside of the city. Uh, and eventually, this is when him and Venom really bond and open up to each other. We're, uh, I'm from space, and we're going to have a, uh, an invasion. Ours is going to come here. And Riot is the, is the main boss uh, uh, symbiote, and he's, he's the leader. And then on my planet, I'm kind of a screw-up like you, Eddie Brock. That's why we're friends. That's why we bonded, yeah. Are you being literal? Do they have a conversation? No, this hey, is, go, this ahead, is, back, go ahead, Jake. No, tell us about this it. is the conversation that they have. Like, With Jack, each other. Okay. I, I got it. Jack is really not that far off wow. from the conversation that him and Venom have. How, and Venom, how is that portrayed visually? Like, okay, so... In his head? So, yeah, it's all in his okay, head. Gotcha. So I'll say this, that that's what I'm talking about. Tom Hardy's acting. And Tom doing this. <sighs> yeah, I thought that the, the dialogue... Oh, 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 holding his head, folks. The, and I've heard okay. other critics say that the dialogue between him and Venom was good. It wasn't. I thought the writing was terrible. But 
That is true. It I was, heard somebody say that too. And I was like, no, oh, his, it's he not did a good. great job of no. portraying both characters. No. What are you talking about? But what I will say is that, uh, you know, um, Tom Hardy as an actor having this other voice in his head and responding to it and being like real conflicted about it, I thought he played that well. I, I like his mm-hmm. uh, mannerisms and his acting were good, but the, the actual lines of dialogue were stupid. The CGI in this movie is really good. Too, the CGI I is good. Yes, it's it's improved a lot. But so From yeah, so I mean, we're the, like yeah. an hour in, by the way, and we're still we're like, getting ready to. But we're really going to ramp up now because now Riot shows up, uh, has bonded with Drake. Uh, I almost said Drake Malfoy, um, but he's bond, he's bonded with Carlton Drake. Okay, Draco. <laughs> you, you, Malfoy. you can't say Drake by itself because it sounds like you're talking about the yeah. Because the little the little girl walks in. <laughs> And it's like, I'm here from Malaysia, and bloop, now you're in trouble. Um, I came all the way from Malaysia, and I'm going to I'm gonna kick you in your shins, and right. then I'm going to jump inside of your face. Ah! Yep. And the other two symbiotes are dead they, yeah. because they didn't find suitable hosts for them. So it's just Venom and Riot are the only two left. Yes. Was Riot the villain? The, the big bad? The yes, symbi- he yeah, the and symbi- he's the their leader, symbiote. and he can uh, make uh, his, his symbiotic power is really good because... He can make like super sharp, like almost metal sharp, like mm. cutting things, axe and hands. axe hands, and every, all kinds of stuff. Like T two. And Venom's not that that big. In fact, to the point where Venom's like, "Look, I, hold on, let me get in Venom voice. Well, you've never seen nothing yet because Riot, he's got stuff you've never seen before." He literally says that in yeah. the movie. Yep. Like, he sounds a lot cooler when he says it. <laughs> but, like that's basically it. And he's like, uh oh! And so then they have a big fight on top of a train. Or no, on top it's of a, a it's on a rocket because the right, yeah, no, seriously, because they're <laughs> using the, here's, so, so they are gonna go back up into space because Riot needs to go get his symbiote buddies to come back down the Earth, yes, and uh, infect Earth, and that's okay, gonna yeah. be their new plan. That was the whole point of the symbiotes because they were like, we Eddie Brock says something like, well, we discovered you guys in space. What was the point of that? And he goes, you didn't discover us, we discovered you. Yeah, and then they basically. Uh, Hitch a ride. He's gonna go back up. Riot's gonna go back up into space and bring all like a million symbiotes with him and take over the Earth. And then here's the thing: Venom, up until a certain point, is on board with this. He's part of the crew, right? right? That's gonna do this. They're gonna get back on the rocket, go to space. He goes. Ah, it's sad to see your world disappear. It's a pretty cool place. And then he's like. Five minutes later, he's like, you know what? Let's save the world, Eddie Brock. Let's go on a suicide mission because I can't defeat Riot and we're probably going to die, but it's worth it to save your planet because I like you. you I like you. You're a screw-up like me, <laughs> like I, like we are on, your, on my home planet. Yeah. And it is. It takes, I mean, it is like a... 30 second or less conversation where Venom just is suddenly like, I'm a good guy now. And here yeah. we go. So they have a big wow. fight. They have a big fight. And he gets back on the rocket, right? He beats, actually, he beats Venom and stabs Eddie Brock with this big metal thing. Yeah. Uh, Riot does. And then um, Eddie Brock's lying there, uh, lying there, dying. Yeah. And, but Venom gets back into the uh, Eddie, Brock, <laughs> Eddie Brock suit and jumps up, grabs the metal thing out of his chest and attacks the rocket and then makes the rocket explode in midair and yep. kills Carlton Drake and Riot. You're assuming. Right. And then everyone loves Happy Life After. Venom is still in Eddie Brock and they're having a cool, cool life. They're having their loving life. Michelle Williams, Venom's like, we need to keep her around. It's like Alf. It's like literally <laughs> right. like having Alf on your no, back. No, no, and that's the whole thing. Like, like he, what? So this, Venom is Alf. This totally unnecessary like relationship thing with his ex girlfriend that like continues on, which she's with that veterinarian guy now who, like I said, only exists to drive the plot forward. Uh, He's like giving him relationship advice, like you need to apologize to her, and you need to you need to say this. She's worth keeping. I like her, and all this stuff. Like tell her that her eyes are as misty <laughs> as the Milky Way yeah. galaxy. It's like this, on a fall evening. It's like it's like the scene from Trolls where they're like trying to <laughs> like influence the the love between the Bergens. Uh, you get two post credit scenes. You get uh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Um, Cletus Cassidy, who plays who's Carnage, the guy who's the serial killer that turns into Carnage, played by Woody Harrelson, is in the end scene. And you also get like a little commercial thing for the multiverse, uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, 
Which I, looks good. I think it looks good. I, I'm not excited about Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. His wig was kind of goofy looking. The wig was goofy, and I just, I don't know, not down with that. Don't You're like not it. down with the set. Don't like kicked, it. Kicked in with some disturbed at the end. That song is anyway, stuck in your head. Today. There it is. Guys, there it is. That was it. That's Venom on. Venom on. Or as uh, you might call it, Venom. Starring Eddie Brock. Had you ever heard of Riot before the movie? Yeah. And Carnage. Okay. And there's a Scream. There's one named Scream. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of symbiotes in the comic universe. Symbiotes. So they picked for this one, if they because they probably wanted to establish who Venom was first before they did, because Carnage is the most famous other one. Right, right. So I, and I think that was a wise choice to do a more forgettable one for the first movie and kind of give Carnage his own space uh, for the second movie where Venom's origin story is already out of the way. If they're um, gonna do one, Stanley makes a good cameo. as a is walking a dog, walking his dog. Gives him, cool. also gives him relationship advice. He does. <laughs> Didn't he say he looks familiar? I don't remember who's that guy. I can't remember what he says anyway. So there it is, folks. Uh, let's do this. Let's uh, talk about goods and bads, Jake. Okay, so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take a really hard approach here. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So all of the girlfriend stuff. It was totally unnecessary. Could have could have cut it out. There's just some really stupid parts. Like he, there's a scene where he's fighting a bunch of like SWAT team cops and stuff. And I mean, just like tons of noise. You know, bullets everywhere. He's blood and all this stuff. And it's in this like big building. And his girlfriend just like walks up to that scene, like by like totally unassuming, like do 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 do. Oh my gosh! Look at a like doesn't hear any noise, doesn't whatever, and just like walks right up. It's just stuff like that. I'm like, why? Yeah. They uh, riot slash Drake destroys all the computers in that big computer room before the launch, but somehow it's like, oh, but we can still fire We're off still this rocket. This, we yeah. can still launch the rocket without all the computers that you know and right. all the staff that is needed yeah. for stuff like that. So, um, so there was stuff in there. I was just like, this this doesn't make any sense. It was so slow. I wanted this to be a horror movie. I wanted this. Mm-hmm. It should have been rated R. And it was a hard PG-13. You know, there's a lot of cutaway magic going on. It should have been R. I wanted it to almost be like Freddy Krueger-ish and have a much darker tone. There's always this like, oh, we're doing a superhero movie. Should we be dark and gritty? Should we be, you know, there is always that like tension between how dark to make it. Mm-hmm. If any superhero movie other than some Batman stuff should have been dark, gritty, violent and almost scary. Yes. It should have been this. And instead, we got the first 45 minutes of like my ex-girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm like, come on. So wasted. Uh, some of the action scenes were cool, but also unnecessary. Like that scene you've seen the previews with the bike. It's like, he could have just stuck to the bike. Like, yes. why did he have to let the bike separate and then like suck it back? Just, I'm like, okay. Well, and, and also, by the way, let's talk about that chase scene. That was the, one of the things that really, I had to really suspend my disbelief for that one. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a movie Right, well, because then you have this thing that like destroys half of San Francisco and then still like nobody knows that Eddie Brock is Venom. Nobody, it's like not mentioned. It's not, you know, it's like, oh yeah, half of San Francisco has yeah. been destroyed by these, uh, you know, explosive drones owned by this evil corporate CEO. But, and it, you know, whatever. It's just an action scene. I'm real this one. The, the SUVs chasing him, literally any mom in San Francisco could have bought those SUVs. I mean, yeah, they're a SWAT <laughs> team or whatever. Right. He is on a bike that would just leave them in the dust. Yeah. He has a lot of open road at times. Yeah, they get into traffic at one point. Uh, but he just would have dusted him. Yep. Like, he would have been gone, and they would have been like, oh, yeah. rats! But what kind of action scene would that have been? Right, and then here's the other part of that, that the chase scene. There's two times, count them, two times, where the SUVs come, like, come, they hit something, and you it's obvious there is wreckage and damage. Yeah, right. The next scene, all their headlights are working. Yep. And then it happens again <laughs> later. Yep. It just, here they are again. And then there's yet enough time for the main bad guy, the bald, shaved head bald bad guy, no offense, to to pull in <laughs> to pull in, in front of him to cut him off. Yeah. Where did he come from? There, There so is so stupid. much in this movie that only exists by chance to drive the plot forward. Yes. And that's what, it's just like, come on. You could have just done away with several of the characters in this movie altogether and just made it centered around... 
a very conflicted Eddie Brock who's got this like really, you know, sick and twisted, like violent because he's biting people's heads off in this movie. They guess they're showing like, he it eats, off of the right, off but of he screen. but he eats heads, right? So yeah, maybe don't bring your children to this. Right. And but then there's like scenes where it's like, <laughs> we're gonna try to be funny and insert humor in here, and the tone is all over the place because it doesn't know if it wants it to be know what it wants to be. If it wants to be Freddy Krueger or if it wants to be Adam West Batman. And it like goes you know what? I'm serious. And it's like it's so jarring to go from that and i'm like nah. so cool action scenes uh you know maybe start at the one hour mark and watch the movie the villain is totally forgettable oh he's pointless. so so forgettable yeah, he's so here you go generic evil ceo you know and i thought i couldn't help but notice the you know because they had to make an origin story for this there's some parallels to ninja turtles because yes. it's like Broken canister of gooey thing makes mutants. Watch yeah. out, everybody! Well, basically, <laughs> are they going to be good or bad? It's like Alien Covenant, almost. It's like alien. It's almost like the Alien. Um, is that right? No, Prometheus. It's a lot like Prometheus, where it's like these symbionts have to have the humans to take them over, and then blah blah blah. blah. I guess mm. anyway, maybe it's all. So I I hate being hard on movies where we'd be like, you know, judging on what it is and not what it could have been. Right. Right. But I don't know, man. I'm yeah. gonna give this several horribles. Before we before we lose the radio people, what is your one to five horribles? Five being the worst, folks. Five mm. being the room. Two. Two. Because I would I would watch yeah, this you again. Said there were parts that are good. There were there were cool action scenes. I like Venom as a character. Probably two. Yeah. It's a three for me because why? Why if we're not gonna have Spider Man in this? Yeah. Why? Why? Anyway, folks, you can watch it. Venom. <laughs> All right, so folks that are still listening on the podcast, Man, radio cr- radio folks have went have went away. So, um, j- to recap what Jake, Jake said, Jake said I'd watch the last forty minutes again. <laughs> yeah, because the first because the first hour and twenty uh, hour and ten minutes is just like, what? It's just crap. Yeah, what am I? What, it how, is. You like try to kickstart it to get it going, but yeah, it is. And if that's a if you haven't noticed on some of these reviews, that's a thing. I'll be like. Uh, yeah, so I'd watch the first 20 minutes, or I'd watch the last, you know, it's just, there's so mm. much just garbage in the movie that doesn't, doesn't need to be, I didn't really need Venom's origin story. The, the thing about this movie is that it's, it's relatively short. It's like, <clears throat> you look at Spider-Man Homecoming or any of the Marvel stuff, their run times usually are about 2.15, 2.20. This is a short movie yeah. compared to other superhero movies that are being made. They spend so much time building this like non-romance with his ex-girlfriend and so much time, time trying to build up the villain and the, and the life foundation, all the stuff. And ultimately, you're like, these characters don't matter. This villain isn't compelling. Just be like, oh, an alien landed. It infects people. Cool. Start biting heads off. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't need to be all action, yes. But it's Venom. I yeah. mean, he's a violent alien antihero. We and, don't need, yeah. and you have this weird love. Th- like, ugh, why? Exactly. I agree. I agree with you on the R rating. Like, I, when I saw the first, I, I haven't seen the whole trailer, but I saw about thirty seconds of it. I was like, whoa, that looks pretty serious. Like heavy, violent, yeah. like dark. And I was just like, cool. And and then I heard it was PG thirteen. I was like, what? It's not as dark as they. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it does put. Yeah. And that's because Jack asked me if he should take his son to see it, and I was like, no, no, because it, there's. Cause sometimes you get in a PG thirteen and a superhero movie where you could kind of pull that off and it not be. But yeah, I agree. yeah and there's some language. I, in I agree. It watch. And, no, you know, there is actually a lot of bad language in it. Man, a, about that. An R-rated Venom film could be really good. It like, would have, have been, been real good. That's, what, I'm, that's right. what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There was one scene that was funny when he when Venom tries to get him to jump out of the window. Yeah. He's like jump, yeah. and then you see him going down the elevator in the next scene, and he yeah. calls him that name, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. He did. That was the only part where I actually laughed. Yeah. All the other, all the other humor, I think, felt pretty. So flat. they go for humor, but it doesn't land. I don't think so. No. What did you think, I Jack? I don't think it worked. Yeah. I don't think the humor, wow. the humor part of it, wasn't that funny to me. It was just like added for. Guardian of the Galaxy basis yes. where they're like look people like it when things are funny yeah but that's because the whole movie's funny like right. Chris Pratt is really funny he's a re- legitimately funny actor yeah. there should have been no humor in this movie at all we, and, we, and it doesn't have to be completely dark it could be like ironic humor or you know maybe some Arnold level humor where it's like don't lose your head <laughs> <laughs> what, yep. what do you think about what Jake said about a horror film like what if they just they could have done it that way I, it, like scrap all the all the not, or most of the humor and just go I think, hard into like, this I is going to be a scary movie. They show this kind of thing in front of so many different audiences. Oh, yeah. And they track the demographic of people and they and they land on that. Okay, if we can get it to PG-13, we estimate we can make 
thirty million dollars more. That's a good point. Right. We, we we can make fifty million dollars more. Well, in this situation, hey, it's going to end up paying off hundreds, yeah, well, of, hundreds of million yeah, well, dollars more. Right. It'll make it happen that you can actually yeah. get those people in the yeah, movie. But I'm just talking about what makes it a good movie. Is it? Is yeah. It, is the but, R rating would have made it better? And that is what landed it, folks. Well, on and, the horrible movie podcast. But what about De- the Deadpool movies? Like those movies made a lot. And of money Logan too. did. Logan did too. But the tone, and the 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 the, the people, and here's what I'm going to say, with Logan needed to be brutal and needed to be violent. So did this. But hold, hold on, hold on, hold Sorry. on. With, with Deadpool, Deadpool's character in general is funny. Is funny. Right. What would possibly make a Venom movie funny is Spider-Man being in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. And Tom Holland's Spider-Man being in the movie. Yeah. Not Tobey Maguire's right. Spider-Man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not because that that is not a funny person. Toby Maguire is a I'm not sure what like lower basement area of Epcot Center the the Disney clones are made, but he is part of the vanilla Disney clone area. <laughs> right. Shia LaBeouf is down there. Uh Toby Maguire, Topher Grace is actually closer to the funnier ones. He actually is kind of funny at times. Tom Hardy is not even, he wasn't even made in the Epcot right. Center Disney basement where the clones are made for these movies. <laughs> right. So he's not funny. Like, he's not a funny person. And and he talks like Vin Diesel half the time when he's not talking like a uh, ripped off version of, uh, what's his name? Al Pacino. You know? Yep. Or De Niro or whoever. No, Al Pacino. I'm thinking of Pacino. Anyway. Yeah, I... It, it, the tone I mean, is not there because it. you can't force funny on something. Right. You can yeah. tell. You can tell. Um, Will he ever be in a funny movie? Tom Hardy? He may have already been. I feel like there's one romantic comedy he's been in. Okay. One. I, I, but I, he's not I've the only, funny one. I've it's probably a couple, like, Melissa McCarthy Mad or someone Max, who he's trying to date. He, he did a really good Mad Max in Fury Road. Which is perfect um, for him because yeah. he can get ripped and huge. But it's and, really hard for me to, to think of him as like a comedic actor after watching But they're this. relying on Venom to be the funny one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Venom. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. It's funny. The, and it was all... It, it didn't know what it wanted to be. Gosh, it didn't. I really well, wish Spider-Man was in this movie. And the reason that I heard for... Because you're right, why, Jack, but the, the why other... Why isn't he in it? Why the, isn't Spider-Man in it? The other reason why they wanted to bring this down to a PG-13 rating is because they're like, this is not connected to any of the other Marvel universe, but if we want it to be later, it has to be PG-13 so it can match the tone of other PG-13 movies that will be connected to it. And we don't want someone to not be able to see the R movie... And then see the rest of the PG thirteen movies I, that are connected. I to disagree it. with that because I think that I think that you could insert Deadpool later on in the Marvel universe, and all you do is you get the characters inside of whatever movie he's dropped into to be the ones to keep you, the audience, from hearing him say something just horrendous. Oh, sure. Yeah. So they'll cut him off, yeah, or they'll figure out a way to make it. Mm. I think that's probably how you insert something like that. Because you can't just be like, yeah, go ahead and drop 40 million F-bombs, right. Deadpool. Go ahead and make every lewd joke about whatever. <laughs> right. You know what they should do when they introduce Deadpool into the Disney-verse? Uh, zip his mouth so that you can't talk. Oh. <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> boo. That's a good idea, though. That, that would help. Wolverine, they did it in... They did do right, that. Yes. That's how they fixed it once, didn't they? <laughs> right. I kind of described exactly... And everyone loved that movie. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> loving it. Uh Anything else on this movie? Have we covered everything no, you think I, of? But hey, I would say go see it. Like I, I'm yes. not. I I do not think people should people stay away don't, from it. Don't, I think you will like yeah, it. Please don't think that we get a good yeah. hour nap in when the movie starts. Then set your alarm, wake yourself you up, are, and watch the rest. How about of this? You are safe to go to the bathroom. Yes. To get your refills yep. on your pop and on, on your popcorn. Um, to work that milk dud out of your tooth with a uh, you know your thumb or whatever in the bathroom for a while uh and then come back at about you know the hour like the, when it's about an hour in yeah 40 minutes to i an think hour. 90, i'm just, I'm just gonna get in. a ticket for the three o'clock showing and then go to the two o'clock showing now that would work too you could do that that's true i'll just sneak yeah. in uh anything else no i think i think we about covered it yeah okay um anything you want to say 
Nothing else? I like Spidey. Okay, well, we're excited. I, I tell you what, I am really excited for Into the Spider-Verse. So good. It looks so I, good. I can't wait. Even if the plot is terrible, the just the, the animation, animation is so good. It looks good. unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. So good. Yeah. You know what, multiverse? Yeah. Into the in, into enter the Spider Verse or into the Spider Verse? Yeah, it looks it's coming out in December. It looks Is Spider awesome. Ham gonna be in that? I hope so. That'd be awesome. That'd oh, be the cool. uh, Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Yeah, there's a pig. Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Talking Spider Ham. All right, does guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, and we'll see you all soon. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible, and just because it's you're told it's supposed to be funny doesn't mean it has to be funny because it may not be funny. And also, then I'm there, and he's a bad guy, but now he's a good guy, and he's a screw-up just like you, Tom Hardy. Thanks. Thanks, Venom. All right. Peace out. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorribomoviepodcast.com.